Our season of Monster Hearts Recount deals with subject matter that some may find uncomfortable, such as underage sex and substance use, vampire age gaps, coercion, and violence. Always check the show notes for additional content warnings and feel free to check out the transcript for each episode available at therealmscast.com. Previously on Many Realms. Anna and Riri reveal their monstrous identities to each other, and Riri finally admits what happened at the beach party. Mina fights Anna to get the pelt back, but doesn't succeed, and Anna decides later to use the pelt to her advantage. Mina skips class with Gwen to talk about her problems, but when she confesses to her broken Faye promise, Gwen loses it and scalds her with hot coffee. On a lighter note, Anna and Harmony finally do it during a private music lesson. And speaking of sex, an upset Gwen seeks comfort in Declan after school. The two get lost in each other's arms to forget about the world for just a little while. Hi, I'm Jesse. I play Gwen the Fae, and it's good to be here. Hi, I'm Jory. I'm playing Declan the Selkie, and it's good to be here. Hi, I'm Eli. I play Anna, the queen, and it's good to be here. Hello, friends. I am Jordan. I am playing Riri, the vampire, and it is good to be here. Hi, I'm Jillian. I'm the MC, the minister of compliments. If you have a compliment about the show, please send it to us. It'll be processed within five to ten business days. Thank you so much. Welcome to Many Realms. It's Thursday, October 1st, 1994. If you stand on the bluffs and look down over Whitfield Bay, you see just how small everything is. Not just because the people look like ants from up here, but because the handful of roads and buildings and people that make up this place are juxtaposed against the vastness of the Pacific Ocean. You could stand on these bluffs and scream till you were blue in the face and no one would ever hear you. The ocean drowns out everything with the crashing of its waves against the rocks. You could feed it your hopes, your dreams, your fears, and they would simply dissolve into the inky blackness below. When the Whitfield Bay map loads in, because it's October 1st, there's like pumpkins in all the shop windows and like everyone's a skeleton now. (laughs) I want to go steal some food from Seth's and bring it back. Aw, my little free again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess, Declan, you wake up after your... You can say it. Eight-hour, like, session. That makes it sound less loving. (laughs) Well, you better be careful if you say that, because you got shit to do today. And I'll, I'll, I'll take a level of exhaustion. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, what uh, I was up to. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and Declan, you sneak out to go to Seth's. When you get there, because you're the first person to arrive, um, the sign from yesterday is still on the door that said something to the effect of, there was an incident, sorry, we're closed. 
I think I do know most of what that's about. I don't know exactly how many details I have, but I just want to go and like grab a few breakfast sandwiches and bring them back just as like a nice thing to do. Maybe someone else is there. Who's standing in the way of my fucking egg McMuffin? (laughs) I don't think like a current named NPC is like your coworker is the thing. But someone give me like a random name. Uh, Jesse. Howard. Don't. Please don't. (laughs) Howard. Wait, Howard makes you think it's Howard Stern. It's fine. (laughs) Howie? Can we do Howie? Howie, Howie. That's a Backstreet Boy, so yes. Yeah, your coworker Howie is there when you open the door. Howie has like a dark um, mushroom cut Backstreet Boys look. Um, He likes wearing baggy shirts and pants. Um, And I think he's like an okay dancer. So Howie is Howie from the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah. And he looks very surprised to see you. How? What's Howie like? Is Howie a stickler? Is Howie chill? Is Come Howie on, chill? Howie. Is Howie cool? Be cool, Howie. Be cool, Howie. 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 I, I, don't, I don't know how cool Howie is. He's not cool enough to already be an NPC. So I think he's, <laughs> the, he's the type to follow the rules and call the manager and that kind of thing. Uh, hey, Howie, can I grab a couple breakfast sandwiches? I can pay for them if Howie's going to do that to me. Yeah, I think he's the kind of person who would do that. Um, it's like, sure, we can use your employee discount on these if you want. Why are you here so early? I just need to grab some breakfast before school, and I didn't have anything in the fridge. Hey, you know that Gwen girl? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I know her. Like, are you friends? Yeah, she's cool. Do you know what she did yesterday? What did she do? She lost it. She threw a hot coffee at the other girl that she was here with. Like, I don't know if that's someone you want to be friends with, but I just want to let you know. Uh, well, thanks, Howie, for uh, your concern. She had to go to the hospital. That sucks. I don't know what to say. What am I supposed to? (laughs) I can't do anything about that. Pro shit. I, Declan's shutting this fool down. Fuck off, Abby. Give me my McMuffin. <laughs> I Look, I I just thought you should know. Oh, thanks. I, I give you money in exchange for food. Uh, Yeah, so you have your breakfast sandwiches. You have been warned about Gwen's volatile nature. And you can go back to your cave. Back at the cave, Gwen... It's episode six. We only got a handful left. I got to go in here guns blazing. It has been about um, five days and Gwen's arm has healed. I am erasing the last harm triangle on my track. And you see me untying my uh, little bandana splint and like gingerly flexing my arm when you step into the cave, Declan. Hey, uh, feeling better? Yeah, it it still twinges a little bit, but I think I don't need the, the sling anymore. So that's good. That's good. What smells so good? Uh, here, I ran to Seth's and I pass you the food. I probably got you a coffee, too. I don't drink the coffee. <laughs> oh, you've been traumatized by coffee. We're not going to do coffee for a little bit. Uh, I, I politely put the coffee down on the sandy floor of the cave. This is amazing, Duck. I am famished, and I just tear into this uh, sandwich. So we got speeches today. Yeah, Duck, I want to be there for you, but... I don't know if I should really go to school today. 
that's up to you. I don't, you can stay here if you want, but if you don't go to school, would that draw more attention? Maybe I'll, I'll go to the school, but I'll just hang out until I know, you know, how the dust is settled. Okay. I mean, this is the big day. This is our last day, really, to make an impact on this election. I feel like we've made some progress with what we've done, but I don't know. Do you think it's enough? I don't know. I talked, tried talking to uh, Leonard yesterday, and he wasn't biting. At least, like, shop is on our side, but everyone else is kind of still in Anna's pocket. I know. And after this week, I'm more worried than ever about it. I mean... Uh, this might be paranoid, but what if she gets elected and then, like, Riri's pulling her strings and she turns the whole school into her personal blood bank? Like, we can't let that happen. We're here to turn the school into a farm! Yeah, yeah, you're right. So we gotta... Who can we talk to today? Who can we, like... The ends kind of have to justify the means today, I think, Deck. You should go and talk to Crystal and do whatever it takes to get the arts on our side. I will talk to the rowing team. I don't think this is going to, I don't know how good a chance we have, but it's a plan. I really want to take a moment and Gwen like looks in your eyes and she says, Declan, I've been going to this school for four years and I've been living in this town my entire life. And I want you to know that you are special. People like you, people respect you, and it's because you care and you try, and I don't want you to give up hope. I think we still have a real chance. Okay, maybe instead of poster of, of the team tearing down posters, the team takes a picture of Mina in the hospital and puts up posters early in the morning that's like, look at what Gwen fucking did. Take one of someone from the newspaper and like get a, get an interview, get a quote. It's not like there's been like a trial or anything. Like you're just like, how did you learn about like, what is your, I mean, whatever, you can have found out, but. If what's his face, Howie is going around being like, hey, you know what Gwen did at the most popular snack bar in town? It's Fucking like, Howie. Who listens to Howie? He didn't see shit. <laughs> Gwen goes on record to be like look Howie better stop talking shit or I will literally throw hot coffee <laughs> <laughs> Howie you shouldn't give given Declan that coffee you're just making me stronger um, the thing I put down in my notes is that I think Iara knows um, I think she has like a sister or something who works in the hospital in Seashelt a few towns over no, I love that. Yeah, Yara has told you that Mina's in the hospital. I don't think Yara knows how she got there. Yara is going to interview Mina, try to get dirt on what happened, get a quote, get a picture, develop that yeah, picture, sure. and then print that in the paper ASAP. Like, you better pretend you're on the track team. Like, you're going to ask her to skip school and go to the next town over to the hospital? Yeah, I'm going to ask her to do this that. This is a matter of political emergency. She does that, and then in the meantime, I'm going to ask uh, Jake and Kennedy, because they're like a single unit within this single unit, to go around, find, try to find out from external sources what happened to Mina. Uh, and then if they find it out before... 
uh, Yara does, just spread that shit. No poster, it's fine, but spread that shit like wildfire. And you're getting all of them to do that first thing in the morning, like early as you can? Yeah, I I think this is interesting because Evan will be disappointed in me. I cancel rowing practice, and basically they all have shit to do, and Evan's like, fuck, what the fuck? (laughs) So Anna, you dish out all your missions. I also canonically leave the pelt at home today in my very secure house. Anna Anna is going to try and win over every single faction and get all of the gossip. One of those missions is asking Riri to please talk to drama. Jory, is Declan arriving kind of late to school? I feel like, yeah. Okay, so when were you approaching the art team or when were you uh, expecting to? I guess like just like 10 minutes before first period or something. Okay, I am there at least 11 minutes before first period. (laughs) Insufferable. Okay, before school starts, Riri, you go and track down Crystal, who's, duh, in the art room. Crystal is like a high-strung drama kid. She's a a capital A actor. She's going to be a triple threat one day when she learns how to sing. Um, (laughs) And uh, the world is going to know about Crystal. If she's busy, I'll like tap her on the shoulder or just call her name. Hello, uh, Crystal. What? <laughs> uh, is everything all right? Um, well, you're like interrupting, but um, can I help you? Oh, what are you? What are you? Sorry, what? What are you in the middle of? Rehearsals, dummy. I'm sorry, I couldn't tell. Your performance must have just been so accurate that I couldn't separate reality from performance. Well, it's always nice to have a fan. Um. But how can I help you? Well, I mean, I'll cut right to the chase since you're clearly very busy. Um, I'm just here to discuss what you and your club's prospects are in terms of casting your ballots tomorrow. Well, maybe um, you can tell Anna and her um, that we need to share the room. Um, They've been hogging the room nonstop for the past week now. Um, which means that I have to squeeze in my rehearsals before school while she's rowing. And it's just not equitable. And I think Anna's made her her point like very clear um, that she she has a preference for music um, and doesn't respect the performing arts. Uh, yes, I know Anna has been talking to uh, band, uh, though something that we're trying to work into our, our pitch is actually being able to let everyone have their cake and eat it too. Uh, perhaps we're we're in the talks of maybe getting you an entirely new space. I don't really think that the seeds to to nurture your talent is going to really. I don't think the soil is in a room that's shared between two clubs. You need a space all your own that that really fuels the dramatic discipline, a black box theater or something of the sort. Something that really speaks to the soul of a, of a true performer. I think Declan should arrive as Riri is saying, like, we have this brand new performance space for you. I did say we're in we're in talks. I'm being very political about it. (laughs) Uh, hey, Crystal. Hey, Riri. What's going on? Uh, Riri was just telling me that there is maybe like a performance space in the works. I don't know why this is like the first uh, time I'm hearing about this, um, considering me and Harmony have been fighting over this room all goddamn week. But um, what can I help you with now that you're also here to ruin my rehearsal? (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
I'm sorry to say I'm probably here for similar reasons to Riri, but I also haven't heard anything about this performance space. I also think if we're getting you a performance space, shouldn't you be part of the organization of that? Well, <laughs> Declan, no one said that she wouldn't be. I were in the well. If you've already started the talks. Yes, we started the talks of being able to allocate the funds. We we haven't actually started development yet. I would have put Crystal in the loop right away. I think you maybe have a point. Like theater people, we're very like collectivist. Like we like to be involved in the talks. Um, like from the beginning. Yeah, that's what I thought. Again, uh, no one is saying that you wouldn't be involved in the conversation from the beginning. Uh, I, I, I'm merely saying that we've started the very rudimentary idea of being able to fund such an endeavor. And from the ground up, obviously, we would want to work with the drama department, as I have no idea what would uh, be completely uh, preferable to you, uh, Crystal. Um, Though it's true, yes, uh, I, I agree. You know, in coming to the school, uh, I thought that it was at first a bit odd that it, well, the majority of it seems that these funds, which are donations, not funds from the school, go towards rowing. I think with this recent election, the times are changing. And in lieu of that, I believe that reallocating or re-upping funds to multiple departments inside of the school is one of the only ways that we can expand our interests as a school and expand what we are known for. You could be the trailblazer for the school to be known as a hub of, of dramatic arts and arts at large. I think I heard the word trailblazer in there. Yes, you certainly did. <laughs> Sorry, you just said like a lot of words and I just kind of um, spaced out for a minute. Um, so, well, listen, listen, both of you. I'm a busy girl and um, obviously you both want my vote. So prove it. <laughs> it's Thursday, it's October and I have a winter showcase to get ready and I have two months to do it. So can we roll dice? Yeah. <laughs> tough nut. Tough nut to crack here at the old political posturing debate. Uh, Jordan said so many words. Gosh, <laughs> can I pull a string on Riri? Because I have so many of those. I want to label her dishonest. Good. Yes. I don't, that's not dishonest, though. <clears throat> that doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. You could spend a string to give someone a condition. Can I spin a string on Jory and label Declan bitch? Hey. <laughs> but for dishonest, I want to say, I mean, like, Crystal, do you really think that Anna Gale is going to do anything to reallocate funds to anything besides her interest, which we all know is just rowing and like kind of newspaper? Like, and she barely even gives them a hand. Riri's just saying the words she thinks she you want to hear. It's not particularly honest of her to come in here with like some highfalutin plan get, about getting you space, like building a space from scratch is what I think I heard. Like, I think this is something that we have to like build towards together. And maybe you and I might graduate before the community really reaps the benefits. But like, don't you think at least we could work towards the next drama kids have their own space and not have to fight like you are for any scraps of time. Whatever you believe of that, 
the truth is this. Anna has successfully built up our rowing team to be something noticeable enough that it constantly comes up whenever I seem to have these conversations. So quite clearly, the rowing team has quite the reputation in the school. Whereas, uh, what does Declan have? Oh yes, empty platitudes and has only been here for, what, a semester? You've only been here for like half a semester. Uh, yeah, but... You know what? Fuck Declan. You know what? <laughs> nice to Declan. Confide in Declan. Declan just comes in all the time, calling me dishonest and whatever. Fuck you, Declan. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> what is what is that? Uh, de- uh, what what do I do with that? That's my feeling. If you you can you can pull a string to add plus one to a shut someone down roll. If I need to shut them down, then yes, I would I would like to do that. Okay, roll with cold. Add an additional plus one. Uh, nine. So they lose a string on you. If they have no strings on you, gain one on them. They gain a condition, or you take one forward. I'll take a. I'll take, I guess I'll take a forward. Okay, you have to use that on your next roll. Can I attempt a vote for me? Yes. That's a nine. Yeah, I mean, I kind of want Riri to also roll. Yes, yeah. for sure. Is this a situation where because they're rolling at the same time, it's just a straight contested roll? I think essentially, yeah. That's 11. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) F. You both ping pong your promises back and forth, call each other names, and eventually Crystal just shushes both of you. And she says, you have taken up enough of my time. Uh, Riri, I will talk to you more about this plan for building me a space. And both of you can now see yourselves out. Thank you so much. Have a great day. What's next? Evan? Are we talking to Evan? I'd like to talk to Evan. My vibe, I guess, would maybe be like Anna canceled rowing practice on like super short notice and like hive zapped the Jake and Kennedy away. So I wonder if like Evan is, is like just at like he was a, on his way to rowing practice when he was like, oh shit. Um, because that's the, the only place I would know to meet him. <laughs> so I want that to be true. Sure. You, when you find Evan sitting on the picnic table by the marina and no one else is here. Gwen nipped back to her house before coming to school. Her parents were already at work. So she, she's on, she's incognito. She's, but like Gwen incognito. So it's like a very nice leather jacket with like some very recognizable patches on the arms and uh, a hoodie underneath that pulled over her face and her hair kind of brushed down into her eyes some sunglasses and some like nice red lipstick. Cause she just can't help herself. I think Gwen uh, above all else believes in like, a somewhat radical sincerity. I think she walks straight up. She sits on the opposite side of the picnic table next to Evan and she bangs her hands down on the table to get his attention. And she says, good morning, Evan. Hello. Good morning. I take my sunglasses off and fold them on the table. Good morning, Gwen. Evan Miller. I have gone to school with you for the past 14 years. We've grown up together. I was at your eighth birthday party when you peed in the pool, and I didn't laugh at you when everyone else did. We may not like each other, we may not have a ton in common, but we know each other. And if there's one thing you know about me, it's that I do not believe in bullshit. Okay, yeah. Ev, I'm really worried about this election. Why, Gwen? I think Anna's kind of out of control, and I think that Riri 
is having a bad influence on her. Do you think she's been acting differently lately? Well, Gwen, since you don't believe in bullshit, um, Riri scares me, frankly. Me too. A lot. Not enough, apparently. Loose lips sink ships, Evan. Yeah, eat Evan. Can I tell you something? Kind of embarrassing. Yes. Um, you were at the beach party, yeah? I pull up my sleeve and reveal, like, still mottled bruising along my elbow. Yeah, I stopped by. Right, um, well, uh, I didn't see that happen because I was in a car with Riri and Jake steaming up the windows, if you know what I mean. And, um, Riri the next day came into my place of work and threatened me about it, <laughs> like, that I shouldn't tell anyone, um, and I frankly think she'll hurt me if she knows that I told you. Um, Did she hurt you in the car, Evan? Maybe a hickey got a little too strong, if you catch my drift? I think he just like loses like all color from his face. It's like, wait, do you know too? Did she do the same thing to you? No, no, but I'm worried that she might go after other people. And honestly, part of me is worried that she might end up going after Anna. As much as I'm not a fan of Princess Gale and her court, I don't think anyone deserves what she did to you. Yeah, like, it's so complicated because it's not like I didn't want to, but I think I mostly just wanted to do it because Jake was there. Because um, I think I'm gay. Oh, uh, that's, um, that's cool. I mean, that's cool. I think that that's pretty cool. And like lots of cool, like, um, gay people. That's great, Evan. I mean, <laughs> congrats. <sighs> My parents would kill me if they found out. David and I have been seeing each other. I don't know, ever, ever since I got in that car, I just, I can't stop thinking about it. And I... I don't know. It's really messing with my head, and I, I don't know what to do, and I couldn't tell Anna, and I couldn't tell anyone, because Riri said she would fucking eat me. It's possible, you know, you weren't entirely in control of your faculties when you got into that car. You can't blame yourself. What you can do is help me make sure that she doesn't do it to anyone else. What do we do? I think she's riding high off of all of Anna's connections. She's kind of leeching off the power she has at the school. I think if she loses the election, I think if we drive them apart, it'll be easier to convince Anna that she's no good and to deal with her. The two of them are like inseparable. I don't know if you've noticed. Believe me, I have. So we've got to find another way around it. That's why I came to talk to you. I mean, Anna... I mean, cherishes you, I think. And you're the best rower the school has. I think, you know, if you convince the other rowers not to vote for her or figure out some way to just make sure she doesn't get the win, I think that's our strategy. You're right. They're too inseparable now. We can't go against them until they've lost. I, I don't know if Jake and Kennedy would 
would go for it. They have enough of their own problems. Evan, you've got to make them go for it. I don't know, like, (laughs) tie them up in your bedroom. Make sure they do not vote. I hate to disenfranchise voters. I really, really do. (laughs) But I know that you understand that this is kind of an LRD situation here. Is this vote for me? (laughs) Don't vote for someone else equivalent. You can risk the role if you want to, um, but I think he is convinced to help you. I mean, if you roll a 10 plus, the the vote is yours to keep and no one can steal it. Okay. Evan, please vote for me. That's a nine. Okay. How can you like promise or assure him that like Riri will not eat him? I, yeah, okay, yes, I, and I don't know if this is going to work, because um, we haven't agreed on the rules. Gwen reaches up uh, behind her neck and undoes the silver crucifix that she's got under her hoodie that she stole from her mom's jewelry box this morning when she nipped back home. Eat that. And she presses it into Evan's hand, and she says, I know Catholic Church probably isn't your number one right now, but um, wear this, Evan. Okay. He will put it on and tuck it under his shirt. Okay, what is Anna doing today? What's happening? Okay, a few things. Uh, How did my track down Mina's info go? I think Yara won't get back until, like, definitely second period. But honestly, if, like... One of you found Howie, like, you know. (laughs) Fucking Howie. Howie's my least favorite NPC. I'm going to throw coffee in his face. Whoa. Can I get that in a quote? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I love Howie and our small businesses here with Field Bay. Well, I want to make sure that that gets spread around like wildfire. I want to sow that seed and I'm going to use that seed. Figured that shit out and move in on Declan, mind in his own business. I come up and I kind of like twirl. I, I know it's getting on his nerves. I twirl the, the string on his hoodie. You never called me. And he is wearing a hoodie. You're right. Um, I'm sorry. I don't. I, I, we, we don't have a phone. So. I actually wanted to talk to you about why you have don't have a phone. I think that's kind of weird. Don't you? Uh, Declan shrugs and said, I don't know, my, uh, parents are kind of Luddites, I guess. She, um, oh no, I left the pelt at home. I can't do a fun, sneaky reveal. A little birdie told me you're missing something. (sighs) Was that little birdie Riri? I don't think who it was is very important. I'm more interested in what it is, because it sounds like you really want it back. Uh, Declan, like, sighs. He's been dealing with this all week from Mina. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, fuck, give me my thing. Yeah, so Declan sighs and says, not your business, it's personal. Can you please return it to me, please? I didn't say I had it. I mean, I do have it, but I didn't say that. It can mysteriously show back up in your possession. Not that I have it. If you do me literally one favor, I'm sure Mina had you running around and being her little lackey or whatever, and I just want one thing. That's so easy, right? I like will slam my locker door shut and say, what, what do you want? Hey, you're being really aggressive when I'm offering you a trade. I'm not forcing anything on you. You can say no anytime. 
All you need to do is one of two things. You even get to choose. You can drop out of the election very publicly right now, or you can also very publicly let everyone know that Gwen is no longer going to be your campaign manager. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you should disavow me. It's the only way you can win. If you keep me on your campaign and they find out that I'm uh, kind of a Scorpio, then <laughs> your chances are sunk. You've got to be like, Gwen's a bad gal, and we don't play that here at Declan.com. Yeah. Those exact words, if you can. I rewrote the PR statement. Can you just... Yeah. <laughs> hey, you really yeah. got to talk to your PR team, Declan. You got to go down by, you know, catch a fish and talk to it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I, might, I might as well up these stakes. I'm, let's up these stakes. Let's put these stakes up on the wall. Oh, God. I'm going to let you announce it at today's speech. You're either going to say you're dropping out or Gwen is no longer your campaign manager. And if you don't do it, I am going to call my mother and she is going to burn your pelt to the ground. Uh, Declan will not answer you and spin around to probably go find Gwen. <laughs> uh, Anna shouts after you, bye, sweetheart. Nice. I think I'm going to like walk away giving you the finger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very good. And then once that happens, I would love to go talk to Shop now that I have some very juicy information re Mina and Gwen. Anna, you can hit up the Shop folks. Interesting, because I think uh, Rusty and I have a great relationship, and I think Elizabeth and I have a not-so-great relationship. Rusty and I love to hang out. Rusty is my go-to for securing goods. I give him lots of good business, um, and we are very chill. We have a mutual understanding. Elizabeth has explicitly said in this podcast that I am a bully that she does not want elected. So... This is, I, I think this is going to be like a mostly rusty play, but also it's not even necessarily going to be a vote for me. It's going to be a, a stronger chance, which is don't vote for Declan. She's hot for Declan though, right? She was, and then Declan got her in trouble. Uh, right? That resolved with, I forgive you because you're cute. Right, 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 right. Okay. Okay. So it's a strong rusty angle then. Got it. So after doing some light teenage blackmailing, Anna will stroll into shop. As always, Anna seems like strangely genuine despite her reputation. So she'll sit and hang out for like a couple minutes talking to Rusty. He's going to show her what he's working on before she gets into it. Okay. So you guys definitely know that elections are coming up. Does anybody ever shut up about it? No, <laughs> you certainly don't. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's fair. I honestly, even though I'm the one doing it, I can't wait to shut up about it either. And I'm so psyched for this to be done. Yeah, I've uh, I've seen my fair share of elections because <laughs> I'm uh, 19. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rusty's like back in my day. We didn't campaign. But, you know, by far, this has been one of the most exciting campaigns you know i feel like i need popcorn the shenanigans that you you four just get into is, is incredible <laughs> she takes a joking bow and is like we live to serve we're here for your entertainment what can i say okay i'm gonna get to the point because honestly like you said i don't want to talk about this anymore um don't vote for declan and obviously i'm gonna say that but let me tell you 
really quickly why. And I kind of make strong eye contact with Elizabeth. It, it won't benefit me to directly meant talk to her, but I know this message needs to reach her the most. Honestly, yes, obviously I would love it if you guys voted for me, but I also don't want you voting for a candidate who is underhanded and awful, um, just as much, if not more so, as what people say about me, just because they're not me. I am having a friend check it out right now, but I just heard that Gwen literally put someone in the hospital. So, you know, you want to talk about like bullies and people ruling the school and being jerks. I'm obviously not the only one who's doing it. That's all I wanted to say. A refreshingly uh, both sides are evil promise from the Republican <laughs> campaign. Let's see if the Bernie bros can still take this. Well, they already, I don't think, will vote for me. So I, my best shot is to burn this bridge. And then Anna chimes in with, hey, if you do want to vote for me, that's cool too. But I just want to inform voters, you know. Are you rolling vote for me? Like what? I guess so. Like, how bad do you want that vote? Okay, then I guess I will roll vote for me. I think you're rolling this with cold. 13, baby! Oh man, we're losing. We're gonna lose. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, I mean, like, as far as Rusty is concerned, you're a good customer, you're not a narc. Declan is like an awkward good boy who does not know how to buy drugs. <laughs> uh, so, I he's, he's quite convinced. Elizabeth is um, probably hurt and confused. Like, I don't know if she would see Gwen's actions necessarily as a reflection of Declan. Mm -hmm. It was Gwen who technically was the one breaking into the, like, computer room to publish the zine poster flyer thing. Um, so I don't know that you've changed Elizabeth's mind about Declan, but I think she she solidly has reason to dislike Gwen. Hmm. Okay. And I think this is interesting because it's like if Declan does kick Gwen off of the campaign team, I have not secured that vote. So what happens next? Well, Anna did the things that she wants to do. I feel like she's had a lot of bitch traps. So now I wait. <laughs> a bitch trap is like a bear trap for a bitch. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Yeah. So I'm seeing like a few things I could do. I could go talk to Gwen be like, Anna has done this. I have to say these things about you. I don't mean it. Or Declan can think, I don't want to do that. I don't feel like I can win. I have to drop out. Narratively, I think I would rather have you kick Gwen off the campaign and still have there be like an election in our election themed campaign. I guess that's yeah, true. You're like, right. You're right. That's fair. <laughs> I just don't think he would do that without like, especially since you gave him the time to like go find Gwen and be like, this is what's going down. Okay. So I'm going to move time along. It's speech time, pretty much. I don't think there's a lot of time for you to talk before the speeches, but I think both Anna and Declan have a moment like in the hallway outside the gym as people funnel in um, to make your final preparations. And then the principal will, you know, usher you uh, inside. So I think like before anything, I'm gonna like grab Gwen by the wrist and pull her aside. 
Clock's ticking, Deck. How'd it go? Um, bad. Crystal all but said she's voting for for Anna. What? Yeah, I know. She like fell for whatever shit Riri was spouting. And then Anna came and she kind of gave me a bit of an ultimatum and I have to run this by you before. So Anna has my pelt and she says she won't give it back to me unless either I drop out or I denounce you. And I think I have to drop out because like I don't see us winning anyway. I don't want to do anything to like make it harder for you to come into school. Declan, you can't let her do that. If you drop out, then she just wins. And not only that, she wins through threats and lies and bullying and blackmail. It's the worst outcome. I mean, I've I fucked up pretty bad. I have not acted with all the grace of a becoming young woman and whatever. I, I can deal with that shit, but that can't fall on you and that shouldn't be your problem. And yeah, just do it. Just kick me out. I don't feel great about that. I didn't think you would, but they're not wrong. I'm kind of radioactive, persona non grata. Like, I'm not even sure I want to be in this hallway for more than the next 30 seconds. It, the only way you could possibly win this is without me. All right. Um, I don't think it's going to take that much convincing. <laughs> no, okay. we'll drop out. I mean, like, no. sex wasn't good or? <laughs> no, hey. I think Declan's going to just, like, nod and be like, okay, um, that sucks. Um, say whatever you have to say, do whatever you have to do. Okay, but if I do this, we have to figure out how to turn this around. We have to get newspaper rowing. I started on the rowing team this morning, making some headway there. I'm hoping to track down Kennedy at some point today. And since I'm not especially interested in going into that auditorium and listening to you slander my good name for the next two minutes, and since everyone else in the school is going to be in said auditorium, I think I have some work to do. So I'll meet up with you later, okay, Deck? Yeah. I lean in and give you a little peck on the cheek, and I say, chin up, buddy. My chin is down. No, up. Like, humans put it up when they're happy. Yeah. I also think that with Anna's vicious rumor spreading, that the principal will also find out what Gwen has done by the end of today. Because she loves gossip. <laughs> she loves gossip and she wants to suspend you. Yeah, no, 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 totally, absolutely. Anna made a mistake. I just I just sl- focused all my time slandering Gwen and then was like, cut Gwen out of yeah. your campaign. Yeah. But to be fair, I think Anna is like, I want to make Gwen unhappy more than I want to win. Yeah, it also anyway. still doesn't look good. Like Declan You have was. effectively like devastated Gwen. She feels completely alienated from the entire student body oh, and her no. town. <laughs> Anna's well, happy, want. but Eli wants to cry. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good storytelling. I know. But I- yeah. Principal Ribston peeks her head out of the gymnasium door and beckons for the candidates to come because it is indeed time for both Anna and Declan to give their final speech, their final attempt to make any pulls on the student body. Riri uh, gives you, you know, a pat on the back. Anna, scorched earth, these motherfuckers. 
<laughs> I love it. Uh, Anna gives her a fuck yeah before going on stage. Gwen, what are you doing while the assembly is happening? Gwen, after talking with Declan and agreeing to be cast out off the campaign, watches everyone flood into the auditorium, and then she puts her sunglasses back on, pulls her hood up, and turns and makes her way down the hallway. She feels terrible. She has, more than anyone at this school, I think we could maybe objectively say, tried to be like a good person and like tried to help and like support people and allow room for like justice to flourish. And it has just come back in her face over and over and over and over. And now she is 100% convinced that everyone that she has not expressly talked to about it hates her guts and doesn't want her around. So she heads towards the newspaper office. If they want scorched earth, if they want to get nasty, then let's give them nasty. Gwen is going to find something large and heavy and smash all of the computers and machinery used to print the school newspaper. from presidential candidate Anna Gale. What are you wearing? Uh, so canonically, I have always had Anna in like a black leather jacket, but I think Gwen wears also uh, a Not every day. Black. Okay. We Anna's- hate each other and it's because we're so alike. Are you a Scorpio? I am. Scorpio. I can't believe this has never come up. (sighs) Okay, she's wearing her classic tight black leather jacket, tight black jeans. And I think Anna's definition of dressing up is like she's not wearing a tank top under the leather jacket. It's like a low, very unbuttoned dress shirt. She's going for hoe school teacher chic. The uh, gymnasium falls into easy silence. You see the faces of your admirers and your enemies, and the floor is yours. Thank you all for coming today. It's great to see all your lovely, beautiful faces, Whitfield. Let's get into it. So realistically, I understand that student council life isn't real life, right? I mean, most of you are going to graduate and then forget that I, or maybe Declan, was your president. So we're not here to change the world. Let's not do that. Let's create great, amazing, memorable high school experiences together. That means a lot of things. So first, the easy stuff. Unlimited soda at the cafeterias. We're going to have even more school events. Do you want pep rallies? Do you want school hoodies? Do you want uh, bigger dances where we bus in neighboring schools and meet new guys and gals? You got it. We're going to make it happen. But there's stuff that's more important than that, too. I'm decisive, I'm charismatic, and I know how to see the bigger picture. The bottom line is, I, Anna Gale, know how to represent our school. I'm going to make us look good and I'm gonna make us feel good. And that's way more important than some random short-term policy that's gonna get undone by next year's presidents anyway. Additionally, on top of that, my family does, let's address the elephant in the room, donate a lot of money. That is 
physical evidence of progress, and it's not just words. Classy. Under my leadership, I am going to get us to swing even more donations, but not just for my family this time. I'm gonna go out into the community and get sponsors from around the city, from the people who run the grocery store, from the people who uh, you know, work at the mall. We're gonna bring this community together. And that's tangible benefit. That's benefits for the chess club, the drama club, the music club, the shop class, everyone. Next, I'm gonna get into some counterpoints. Unfortunately, you cannot reallocate donations. I understand that Declan's idea to reallocate the budget is super well-intentioned and that's wonderful and that's great. But with an out-of-school donation, you can't choose where it goes other than the donor. And so all he's really proposing to do is shift money around, not add more. Next, who is Declan? Is he a really good speaker? I guess we'll find out in a moment. But is he respected or known around Whitfield? I mean, all I know about them is that they use underhanded tactics. They submitted their platform to the newspaper late, and then they acted like it was a conspiracy to block them from being heard. I mean, you don't want a president who says they're being silenced when they're really just total slackers. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to my campaign. It has been really lovely to get to know all of you guys. I'm super excited for this to be over, but in the meantime, remember, a vote for Anna is a vote for your happiness. That was very good, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. I'm fucked. (laughs) Mine's less good. Principal Ribston, thanks you, and uh, summons Jacqueline Forsyth to the stage. Hi, everyone. I'm Declan Forsyth, and I'm running to be your student council president. Before I start, I want to say that my uh, campaign manager, Gwen McCutcheon, is no longer on my campaign. I'm sure you've heard some of the rumors that are going on about her, you know, hot-headed behavior. But not just yesterday at CEFs, um, but, you know, all week her underhanded antics have colored my campaign and the decisions we've made in a way I do not wish to condone. You might think that I am a weird choice. You don't all know me. I'm new here. And if you do, you probably don't know, think of me as the most popular or smart or whatever. But I think that's part of why I'm the right choice for the school. I have a bit of perspective about how to really, really make this place better. The Anna Gales of the world have been running things for a long time, funneling all the money into rowing while everything else goes by the wayside. Band and drama shouldn't have to fight each other for time in that one tiny space we have for them. The chess team should be able to compete competitively, just like the rowing team. They're just as good. Now, we're a bit stuck as a student body. The rowing team is funded, as Anna said, because of her private donations. I know that I can't tell those donors where that money goes, but what I can do is spend my time organizing and fundraising with you so that we can afford to send the chess team to regionals and to rent community spaces and to get the work done ourselves. And I think that's just a first step. If we can pull together and get those two things checked off our list, just imagine what else we can do for our school and for Whitfield Bay. Maybe we can organize some people to clean the beach or protect the forest. Maybe we can fund together a senior trip to Vancouver. And as president, I want to put those decisions into our hands so we can all do this together. Yeah, 
thank you all for listening, and I hope I can get your vote. Yeah, but he didn't have to put you on blast that much. <laughs> Yo, and calling out all of the conditions, I'm fucking It was gutted. good. It was wild. Yeah. I was trying to be... To mean Jerry it. is here. Welcome to the club. I, I did. I was going to do it less mean, but I thought that wouldn't have been in the spirit. No, that was so good. <laughs> was oh, my so God. Yeah, That's the mean Jory I've been praying about every night before bed. Okay. We had some really great speeches, and I had a way to end the episode that involves you, Riri. So tell me what you want to do. Well, what I would like to do is afterwards, perhaps getting close to the end of the day, Riri returns to her locker, which is for the realmers out there, canonically 2719. And for the real keen realmers out there, they would know that the locker adjacent to hers, locker 2718, is the locker of Evan, Mr. Retriever. They might not know yeah, that. Yeah, I think that got cut. Oh. I'm um, very sorry. Riri goes to her locker, uh, and adjacent to hers is Evan's locker. Evan, who is now uh, like a good church-going boy, uh, bearing a silver cross underneath his school outfit, which, despite what Gwen probably believes, doesn't necessarily uh, turn Riri into a giant fireball uh, spontaneously combusting and dying. However, it does give Riri an odd uh, stinging sensation, one that she would have in her uh, extensive years of life recognize. And she turns sharp-eyed to Evan and says, Where did you get that? I don't want any bullshit Evan, where did you get that? From my mom's jewelry box, Riri. Evan, I will ask you one more time where you got that necklace. He's feeling brave today. He doesn't answer your question. He says, Riri, you, you have made no attempt to hide what you are. So perhaps you'll Forgive me, perhaps you'll understand why I might want to protect myself from someone like you. That's all well and good, Evan, but I asked and now I'm telling. Uh, I'm gonna try and hypnotize him and make him tell me. That is a 10. Well, I'm gonna tell him then, first of all, to take it off and destroy it, and then tell me who gave it to him. I think you see Evan try and resist whatever you're doing. He takes off the necklace, he says it's Gwen's get rid of it sure yeah he like walks over to the nearest garbage can and drops it in there evan in the near future you may want to be a little bit more wise in what sides you pick i think he just head down scurries out of the school when you um when you leave for the day there is a very nice car outside the school and the back door pops open and you see a woman inside the car that you recognize. This is Carmel, your vamparent, and she just says, Rebecca, get in the car. Thank you for listening to episode six. That's the three quarters mark, people. The final two episodes are a journey, capital J. We're this close to finding out who will win the title of school president and what happens after the results are announced. Buckle up. 
If you want exclusive content and more Many Realms in your life, consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash many realms. We work really hard to bring you exciting peeks behind the curtain and even special bonus episodes. We have been scheming with our patrons about our upcoming projects and we want you to be a part of them too. Thank you to all our patrons for giving us the support we need to keep this show running. Episode 7 will be here in two weeks. Take care.